1: Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face? And it's a dangerous thing. Peyton driving left, back to Sahara, left of the circle for a three. Oh, man.
0: Williams is feeling it now. Ten straight points to start the half. Inbounds McCollum. Here we go. This is for
2: Bedlam. J-Mac at half court with ten. With seven. McCollum. Left wing, he'll drive it with four. Cut off, back up with three. Got to get a shot up. Three-pointer at the buzzer for the win. It's gone! It's gone!
0: It's gone! JV and McCollum wins Bedlam. JV and McCollum wins Bedlam. A three-pointer on the wing. And Oklahoma gets out the brooms in Stillwater.
2: Where's that Sooner magic now, baby? Where's that Sooner magic now? How you doing, Coach? I'm good, Toby. <laughs> I'm good, Toby. Hi, right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day and a new week. Monday, Feb 26, <clears throat> zero in the morning show time here on the Ref. The home of sooner fans, a one in turkey bacon. Wrestling away the reins to this radio station, bringing it local, blasting it across the world and beyond. Cannot promise you they're not listening to us on other planets today. Cannot guarantee you that. Oh, man, what a weekend. What a Saturday. If you're a Sooner fan, you want everything. Bedlam women, bedlam men, doubleheader baseball, doubleheader softball, tennis, gymnastics set a record Friday night uh other than the baseball game yesterday i think it was almost a clean sweep if you don the crimson and we're here to talk about it today we're here to discuss it all we're gonna hear post-game reaction Javian mccullum is the are we building him tj do you know if the uh, proposal to build him a statue outside the lloyd noble center has been approved yet i voted for it
3: i think uh enough money's been raised they're putting it outside of gallagher iba
2: Oh, yeah, well, that's an even better idea. Right. Even better idea. We'll talk about him. we'll talk about this, we'll talk about that. And let's start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world T to the J Perry on the other side of the glass. Oh good morning TJ Hey Oh good morning TJ. Uh.
3: Nah, hey. nah, that didn't work. Good morning, hello. Good morning.
2: Were you trying to be cool I this know. morning? Trying to be Fonzie. Trying to be Joe Cool this morning.
3: I don't know what I was trying. Man. Uh, good
2: morning. I appreciate, I appreciate every effort work. you give. Yeah. How are you today, Teach?
3: Oh, I'm fine. How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm good. I'm home all day today. After um, yeah, I'm done I need with to you. Talk to
3: you about that. Oh
2: man. <laughs> No, I'm joking <laughs> Oh man. I'll better, no. uh, I'll
3: better take that back, not jinx you, so. Oh man.
2: Um oh, uh, what is it Peyton said at Christmas that year? Uh, uh, oh man, another shut. <laughs> <laughs> he was so happy. unhappy he kept getting clothes <laughs> in his Christmas gifts. <laughs> another shut oh tj regale me with stories of your weekend um let me start here did okay. you have a good weekend yeah it was a great weekend
3: yeah it was good weather how about that weather the weather was just oh, amazing
2: have I was, you seen the day's
3: forecast yeah it's like summer like put on your swimsuit and go jump in your pool while it's good. i'm
2: gonna have to turn the air conditioning on high today
3: it's uh crazy the next two days and then it will dip off on us for like one day and then come back up so um mm-hmm. but man yeah the weather this weekend for baseball was just unbelievable. Get out of here. I was standing there at one point and I said there's going to come a weekend in March or April when we have some unseasonably cold. Oh, we'll pay for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cold weekend to pay for what we got this weekend cuz it was amazing. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was great. It was great. That was my weekend. That was my stories. I I was at the ballpark all weekend. Uh, part of Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so that was my weekend.
0: There you baseball.
3: go. Baseball, 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 baseball. Even when I left a... Friday, I went to baseball, but it was just my Why son's. didn't you
2: come hold Bronx up in front of my window this weekend?
3: So I asked him. I asked him Friday, and he said, no. Then I asked him Sunday, and he said, No. Mm -hmm. He was having none of me lifting him up (laughs) anywhere Because we wanted to recreate the picture too And I hold him And mom takes a picture Like uh, I have a bunch of them like that with him And he uh, he, uh, did it like when he was 10 And then he cut that one off And now I think he's been I think you've been cut off at the window Is he
2: too cool or does he hate me now?
3: I think, no, it's neither of those Uh, It's probably that Not a cool thing But I'm 13 one, I'm pretty sure, and he's probably right. I don't know that I can lift him up to the window right. anymore. Maybe, and he knows. He goes, "I don't want to fall backwards down the uh, bleachers and end up injured." So that's probably a big part of it. But I think it's the I'm 13. You're not lifting me up in the window, Dad.
2: Have you read the book where the uh, it's about uh, you know this kid and how his his I think it was his mom would read him books when he was a kid and as at nighttime and as he'd get older and all that kind of stuff. And then the end of the book, he's holding his mom in bed because she's elderly now and she, he's reading her books.
3: Yeah, I think I it's know It's kind what you're of a about. sad
2: children's book. Yeah,
3: I know what you're talking Poignant. about. Poignant. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, this is going to be you guys soon. We're going to have to start <laughs> taking pictures me. of Bronx lifting <laughs> you into the window. <laughs> Side by side with the opposite, and we're gonna be like, Oh, we're all crying. Oh man, life goes
3: fast. He's now, I think, uh, I've, I've realized it over Saturday and Sunday, he's become the official trainer of young kids on foul balls.
2: Yeah, how, he, I was gonna ask, is he still chasing foul balls?
3: Um, yeah, I think he ended up with eight on Saturday. Oh my gosh, and had three or three yesterday. We well, haven't
2: outgrown that.
3: No, he has not outgrown collecting baseballs. But come on. But he was sharing the wealth, and like I said, he was training young children. Like, okay, uh, right-handed batter, we come over to this tunnel. This is your best opportunity right here. It's going to come off this direction. A lot of times (laughs) they'll splice this way. Like, he was, like, over there coaching these kids, and... uh, that's what he spent most of his weekend doing is is training the youth of America how to carry on his tradition of foul balls, I guess. I
2: saw him wearing a road uh, OU baseball jersey yesterday. Yeah, that's new. That?
3: That's new. He just purchased that the other day with a gift nice. card he got for Christmas. Yeah. Holy cow.
2: A whole, like, van just showed up outside my house, TJ. A van? Like a van. Yeah, they're, they're piling out this morning. Hang on. Hang on. Good morning. Oh, good to see everybody. Oh. Good morning, Coach. Come hey, on Coach. in. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Joe. Joe. Joe is here this morning. Good morning, Toby. Good morning, oh, Porter uh, has arrived. Good morning, Toby. Good morning, KJ. Wow. Good morning, KJ. Good morning, Toby. How are you doing? I'm doing hey, good, Skip. Good, good morning. <laughs> good. Oh my gosh, the whole van is, they are all here this morning. TJ, how you doing, Coach? <laughs> I'm good, Toby. <laughs> I'm good, Toby. Right, Porter's doing good this morning. Uh, so, say, TJ, <laughs> say hi to the entire hello coaching staff. This hello, all, yeah, all of you. Yes. They're all happy. All of them. In it. Well, Skip's not in a, as good of a mood as the others, but my, he's in a pretty good mood. My even.
3: apologies to the athletic director. Um, mm-hmm. I made him drop his ketchup on Saturday night, but my apologies, Joe.
2: So. Uh, Joe texted me Saturday that you were at the baseball game. Is that what you're talking about? We did run into each other, yeah. And that's where you made him drop his ketchup? hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You it, actually was, it was a made packet. contact. It was with a the packet AD?
3: of ketchup. Yes, I actually made contact with him. Yeah. What
2: What led to that? Um. First off, watch where you're going.
3: <laughs> no, I didn't run into and him. And him to that? drop it? He oh. uh tried to shake my hand, and he had a <laughs> he had a uh uh I think a foot long corn dog in one hand, and packets of ketchup and mustard in the other, and he went to like give me this. I don't know what he was trying to attempt, and I was like, "Joe, your hands are full." And then he started dropping his cat, uh, packets of ketchup, and we were picking them up. And he was in a hurry, man. He, I said, "Did you just come from Stillwater?" He goes, "No, I've been here, but woo!" And he just kept on. Like, that was our conversation <laughs> <laughs> shortly after. So he had been all, our, all over the place.
2: Here's our text exchange seven sixteen Saturday night. TJ is at the ballpark. To which I replied. I don't believe it. I think it's some sort of artificial intelligence trick. <laughs> to You've which got he replied, everyone
3: fooled.
2: To which he replied, it wasn't a hologram. To which I replied, miracles happen. And that's miracles the end of our happen. exchange. Yeah, miracles, the our happen. Exchange.
3: miracles happen. Miracles yeah. happen. I'm never at anything.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, it was good to see you out there. I uh, waved at you. You did not come say hi to me or anything yesterday, but that's yeah. okay. you Had were, you been like there, you were holding court over there?
3: Had you been there on Saturday's game, you would have got to see my wife because she came in and out of your booth like I did see twice. Your wife. So, oh, well, I'm from, just saying, in you know, your from, booth, yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, yeah. Well, I'll have to. Say. That's better than the alternative, anyway. So, oh well, yeah, it was an eventful one. um I was home alone this weekend. The girls had a volleyball tournament in Tulsa. Hmm. And uh, so there was uh, me and the dogs this weekend kind of coming and going. Baseball Friday night, uh, Stillwater Saturday, Baseball Sunday. Uh, so it was one of those weekends. Come home, sleep, get up. Just go, to go to a go different arena again. or
3: ballpark, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, wherever I go. I did have an incident not an incident but so saturday i'm meeting kevin and drake we always meet right up together right and because well one because we like each other and two because they usually only give us one parking pass so (laughs) it's more like it that was the case the one
3: parking pass thing
2: we have one parking pass so we all meet over at the commuter lot and uh we, we, you know, I text them, uh, I don't remember who texted who, but anyway, we get the group texts going, when and where are we meeting and blah, blah, blah. We set up a time, uh, and we'll meet there 12, 15 Saturday commuter lot. All right. So it's like noon. It is noon. I'm on my way, but I'm 10, 15 minutes away. Cause we've set 12, 15 as our meeting time. And I get a call from Kevin. I'm on my phone while in my car while I'm traveling. He said, hey, where are you? I was like, I'm on the Kilpatrick Turnpike. How far away? About 10 minutes away. Uh, he's like, all right, we're already here. I was like, okay, well, I'll be there in just a second. <laughs> he's like, are we eating? I was like, no, I wasn't planning on eating. We didn't say anything about we're going to eat. And he goes, well, I haven't eaten. I said, <laughs> okay, Well, we'll get you some food. He's like, Drake, are you hungry? They're sitting in the car together. Drake, are you hungry? And Drake's like, yeah, I'm hungry. And he's like, all right, well, we'll talk about where where you get. I was like, okay. So I was like, well, this is going to put us behind another 10, 15 minutes, but whatever. My guys are hungry. So I get there, and uh, they're not there. I pull in. I'm driving around the commuter lot, and uh, no Kevin, no Drake. Huh. So I call Drake, and he said, yeah, we're picking up some Sonic. We'll be right there. I was like, okay. So I sit there for another five minutes, and sure enough, here they come pulling in. And they put their stuff in my car, and Drake's got a bag of food, and Kevin doesn't. And we get in, and I was like, did you already eat? And he goes, nah, I didn't want anything. And I was like, what? You just said you were hungry. Why'd you call and ask and say you were hungry? Yeah. He goes, I could eat. I could not eat. I just decided not to eat. I was like huh and uh he goes really I, the honest truth is drake was hungry so i called asking about food on his behalf <laughs> so drake was in the back eating his sonic and we were riding up front <laughs> i don't know it was a whole weird thing and then we got there and kevin's like i'm starving and they don't have they don't serve you any food in still water in the media room Football media situation is fantastic. You get, like, a giant Rudy's barbecue spread in Stillwater and everything. But in basketball, they're like, ah, you're fine. You, just, you know, most of the time they're out of beverages, too, but no food. So he goes and gets a bag of M&Ms. Kev goes gets a bag of M&Ms from the concession stand. Two of them, one for the first half, one for the second half, okay? He eats them both before the pregame show starts. So he's had nothing but two bags of peanut M and M's, and I guess that was his lunch. I don't know, but you know what? Now we got to eat two bags of pe- he's got to eat two bags of peanut M and M's for every game. Now it worked. It worked at the end. That's for sure. Everything yeah. we and Drake's got to have Sonic, and uh, everything we did, we got to do it again now. So, what a day, huh? We got to talk about that that little incident up at Gallagher. Iva. Um. if you want to call in today, text in today. Love to hear your thoughts. Whatever happens today, TJ, regardless of how exciting it gets, please, everybody, stay off the court, okay?
0: We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
3: Toby and TJ bag with you, T-Row in the morning show. McIntyre Law. 16 saltine
0: crackers is a lot.
3: 16 saltine crackers. That's a Do you lot. not eat that, eat that at one time?
2: Well, with soup or chili if I've or got a bowl of chili, if I get like a second on a bowl of chili... I would say combined between bowl one and bowl two, I'm in the 10 cracker range. Maybe five per bowl. But 16. Hmm. I don't know if I could get to 16. I'm a
3: big cracker guy with soup, chili, whatever it is. So I think I'm getting to. How many's in a, one, a regular sleeve of crackers?
2: Like the whole big long sleeve? Yeah,
3: the whole white clear
2: sleeve, Man, whatever I, it is. I'm sure this is on the internet somewhere. Hang on. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, let's Siri this thing. Um, let's see.
3: McIntyre How Law, How many by the way, crack <laughs> salt...
2: Oh, I got to start over. Hang on. You, you started talking. You messed me up here. How many saltines are in a sleeve of crackers? All right. Let's see.
3: McIntyre Go. Law. one 877 Your personal injury attorney's proven record of success.
2: Uh, this guy says... The first thing that came up says, I counted 39, 37, and 36 in three separate sleeves. A premium pan saltine cracker. Is there not a set number of crackers? They just kind of willy-nilly huh. nilly this thing? I don't, I don't know. Another one says approximately 40. So let's just say there's 40. You eat a whole sleeve? I can
3: I can go through a good... With chili, I can go through a whole sleeve. With soup, I can I can hammer about half a sleeve a little more. Hang on.
2: How many bowls of chili to get through a whole sleeve? Probably two. 40 crackers in two bowls of chili? That's basically my spoon is the crackers. Yeah. Do you crumble them or no, you just no. cracker chili, cracker, cracker, chili, chili, cracker, cracker chili. chili, cracker chili? Cracker so chili. You Same don't need my a soup. spoon. You're just scooping with their saltine. <laughs> That's right. Okay. I mean, I can respect this strategy. I've done that before, but usually as like a mix it in, you know, maybe three crackers <laughs> right. per bowl. So 40, you're averaging 20 crackers a bowl. Maybe, something like that. That's impressive. Come on, people. Give it up. Maybe that's the norm. A lot of times I find out on this show that things that I think are crazier are the norm. I don't know if it so is So maybe not. the average American is eating 20 saltines per bowl of chili. I'm not saying that. I just
3: like crackers a lot with my super chili. So I'm probably a, probably a little more than most people. Uh,
2: I can respect it.
3: Thank you, Jack White, for that discussion. Marietta Sooner on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Toby, can I request to hear you sing This Little Crimson Light? I'm going to let it shine after OU's successful weekend. <laughs> is that a song that you sing oh. sometimes?
2: So I think this is harkening back to, uh, remember that day where I was singing the kids' church songs that oh. I had mm-hmm. learned? Yes. Uh, about like um, March in the Infantry, Ride in the Cavalry, yeah. I May Never. Right. Shoot the artillery, but I'm in the Lord's army. And then we sang a couple of other ones. This little light of mine.
3: I got you. I get. I'm is, with you.
2: Uh, is uh, kind of one of those songs, and so I think that person is wanting me to combine my love for the Sooners and their success this weekend with a old church children's song that we used to sing.
3: <laughs> this little crimson light of mine.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it, it feels forced. It feels forced.
3: Sooner Judy is in this morning. She says, good morning, Toby and TJ. So proud to be wearing crimson and cream this weekend for all of our sports. Toby, is there something I am missing with the article above? Give us the scoop about your shooting abilities during the Bedlam game. Loved your call at the winning shot. Hope you both have a wonderful day. She has sent me a screenshot of something. Here's what it says. Toby Rowland's impressive scu- uh, shooting skills were on full display during the game. However, the intensity of the Bedlam rivalry somewhat overshadowed his standout performance. The game wasn't just about individual brilliance, but also about the collective spirit and the fierce comp- uh, competition that defines the encounters between these two teams. It doesn't, that's just a screenshot, and it's, it doesn't show what it's from. doesn't show the rest of the article. Do you have any idea what that's from?
2: Uh... No, I have no idea. Did they accidentally put your name
3: when it was supposed to be mentioning you for the call of the game, perhaps? You had impressive shooting skills on full display during the game, though, in in Bedlam, according to this. Did it say
2: during the game or before the game? Uh,
3: Toby Rowland's impressive shooting skills were on full display during the game.
2: They were overshadowed
3: by a standout performance, the intensity of Bedlam was. So.
2: I have no idea. I did I was out on the court with Holcomb and Bill Haston before the game getting some shots up. We got there early enough that John when I when we got there John Holcomb and Bill Haston were on the court and Haston was rebounding for John and John was shooting. So I went out there to talk to John and he passed me the ball and I put a couple of shots up. And I'm going to be honest with you I was terrible. Like I airballed two in a row and then I clanked a couple and then I made a couple. Okay. Like three pointers and that's it. I took like six or seven shots. But the fact that I made a couple of threes was like astonishing to some of the people like Bill Haston goes, did you play basketball? Your shots amazing. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I did. (laughs) Scott Sutton comes over. I go back and sit down. Scott Sutton goes over and like, I had no idea you had that kind of a jumper. I was like, yep, four, greatest four string point guard in Southern Azure. But I was like, two for six or two for eight. You know, it wasn't that impressive. So maybe somebody was uh, writing about my pregame prowess when oh, I shot 25% so. from three point range. But that doesn't jive with the rest of what you said there. So I have no clue.
3: Yes. Uh, Sooner Judy has followed up, said it was from Fan Cap, whatever Fan Cap is. So well, it may have been someone just messing with you that you might yeah. know. Maybe one of your students or something. Uh, saw you out there shooting and wrote that. I don't Maybe know.
2: So. Maybe so.
3: Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Did Toby see TJ at the baseball opener? Did
2: you I see did me not. Friday? No, you I wasn't did not there go long. say hi to me, uh, and I did not see you.
3: Friday, I was only there from four. It started at four Friday, right? So four to about four. I think me and Shep and uh, the kids left about 450 to head to practice, and then I had to go to Riverwind, which was. Uh, I don't know why such a journey, but it was. It ended up being a journey. So,
2: By the way, we tease each other a lot, but I would never like just blatantly make up a false truth about you. I would never lie. <laughs> right. So you need to apologize to people for that tweet you sent out on Saturday night <laughs> that is blatantly false. That wasn't false. You hurt my I had feelings. been to way more home games this year than you. It was That's completely
3: 100 percent true. It did. It said I've been to way more home uh, baseball games. So. Uh, well, not I, openers, I home. I baseball don't remember games. the word home in there. Yeah, so home if the
2: word there. Home was in there. Home is then in I there. I apologize because uh, yeah, I couldn't have point, you coming you
3: back home. to me. You had been on. Uh, you had been yeah, in, it in does Arlington, say home. so yeah. It does
2: say home, so you're correct. Yeah, you had been to three, to my one at that point.
3: Right.
2: Yeah, you're still ahead of me, four to two.
3: That's true. That's true. Gosh, I'm so much more supportive of the OU baseball program than you are. Uh, Bronx will let TJ holding for a Rangers game, but not uh, to see Toby. Yep. The Rangers game is in the privacy of our living room, so uh-huh. I think he was all right with that. Um, I, no I'm not saying that it potential- won't happen this year. He just was uh, having none junior of it high weekend. females
2: in the area when that's taking place or uh, that would be called off.
3: That could have been Sunday. He thought there was the potential of that that did not end up happening. So that may have been the issue Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's then, OK. I'm fine. I'm fine. Hey, they all grow I, up, man. We all I hate can it just when they look grow out up. the window and wave. Yeah. That's fine.
3: And he waved back at you on Sunday.
2: He was the first to wave at me. Yeah. He looked eager to see me.
3: How old does he look in those glasses that he's got those big uh I call him Randy Macho man? Well he's sunglasses. like he's
2: he's reached that like that junior high stage where he's growing awkwardly fast. <laughs> and every time I look at him, he's like two inches taller than the last time I looked at <laughs> right. him. Right. So yeah, he looks like he's about seventeen. He, he now. Was disgusting mom the whole
3: weekend, like look at him down there in those sunglasses. He looks sixteen.
2: <laughs> he's not far from that
3: uh, He's not He's not. In fact, he uh, let us know yesterday about a vehicle So, oh, I, oh uh, Calm down, slow down, dude You got three years to here. go uh, Good morning, great weekend for watching and listening to Sooner Athletics Thanks for a great call of the Bedlam game No better way to beat OSU Than to get them at the buzzer And watch the meme-worthy images Of their fans in the aftermath That's from Eric in Illinois
2: Um... <laughs> Did you see the end of the Bedlam game Saturday? See I was listening,
3: uh, listening to you on oh, the call in between baseball games.
2: So, oh, that's right. I remember yeah. you sent a Went out to the ran out photo. to the
3: parking lot and put down the tailgate and listened to you for the last uh, regulate bit of regulation and into overtime. <sighs> so,
2: Man, yeah. Did um, we make anybody pee their pants? We it was pretty exciting. We may have scared a group
3: of right state parents to death. Because Katie and I screamed so loud out of nowhere. They were a row ahead of us in their cars, and, and they all just kind of looked over and jumped. I think they thought maybe we had gotten to an uh, altercation yeah, and then realized that we were high-fiving and, and celebrating. So <laughs> <laughs> they may have wet their pants because I think we scared um. them. Uh, last one here this segment. Bobby BA says, good morning, A1 and Turkey. Bacon, what a weekend of uh, – what a – Fun weekend for OU fans. TJ, FYI, even though it was not needed this weekend, the Varsity app is still not working. Get off my back, Bobby and Look, I'm done dealing with the Varsity app. I've done all I can. It's out of my hands now at this point, okay? I tried again this weekend on numerous occasions. It is out of my hands, all right?
2: Whose hands is it in?
3: It should be in the hands of the Varsity app, people, which I keep getting told that is, but I don't know why this is so difficult to fix. It's working everywhere else. Yes, that's what I keep explaining to them. With every other sport. Every sport, every school. That's what I keep explaining to them. It is just this one specific sport. And they'll be like, oh, we got the audio. Go back to the 97 other emails, okay? I know you got the audio. Thank you, Eric Nichols. I get it. You've got the audio, too.
2: Yeah. Why isn't it going out? I'm not answering that question. I don't know. I Wait, can know. I ask you a question? Yes. Have you flipped the switch that says send the audio to Varsity?
3: <laughs> They've got it because it's on their website. Got, That's why that I know it's working for them. Yes. Yes.
2: Uh, all right. Well, it seems like you've done all you can do.
3: <laughs> I've done all I can do.
2: Bobby and B.A., get off his back. He's done all he can do, all right? I Let's had, just stay I after the Varsity people, people.
3: Every now and then just randomly at the ballgame, I'd get a tap on the shoulder. You know the Varsity app's not working, right? And they'd just walk off laughing. <laughs> I would like evil less. laughs.
2: Break time. We'll hear what Porter Moser had to say after a, a last second overtime bedlam win next.
0: The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405 735 5510.
1: How you doing, Coach? I'm good, Toby. <laughs> I'm good, Toby. <laughs>
2: what a game! What, we'll get to the last shot in a second, but I mean, what high caliber offense both ways? Both, in this both ways. Game. What,
1: what, what I mean, got to give them credit too. What what a high uh, and and game. I'm, I mean, the plays that these kids made—not um, kids, men. I mean, they played like men. It was about as physical as you can get. I mean, physical <clears throat> and. Uh, so just both plays i mean i can just go down the list i mean well, you know let's just start with waldo you know Rivaldo Sorez. <clears throat> you know gutting it out about six and heaven 20 just his presence changed us yeah waldo back today i mean with the ankle i thought he re the first half he, i didn't that, know so he'd I. be able to go so did i i thought too and he came back and he's like i'm going I, I want to go back in so we we're like um you know <clears throat> i thought uh milos just made some great plays uh down there and uh you know Everybody, Jalen Moore. Jalen Moore got us out of the gate mm-hmm. with some energy plays. And, um, you know, everybody. I thought everybody. I thought Luke, you know, did did, did well. And uh, it was good to see Otega Tega. in the second half get back to it. You know, he started out, he had that air ball, and he missed shot. Then I think he hit eight straight. Yeah. He was eight for ten, and I think he missed his first two, and he he ended up. He he, he looked like early season Tega
2: with his aggressiveness. Right. And finishing around right. the rim. And everything. Right. All right, let's go to last shot. You're down
1: One. What was the plan? Was that the plan? So here's what, uh, yeah, the plan was to have Jabin hit a f- uh, fadeaway three. Okay. Um, <laughs> Good call. <yeah. laughs> um, no, so the, the time before they came out in a zone, uh-huh. so we had we had one of each. We had this this one action we were going to do if it was going to be a zone and one for a man. And it was a, when it was man, it was a clear, it was a play like they were trying to side you left. And the time before, when you know when JVN got to the rim and he missed that yes. layup? It was the same action, but they didn't bite on it. Like he, we were trying to just twist it a little bit, and they guarded it well. JBN couldn't get downhill. And uh, he'd been getting downhill down that slot all game long. He's such an elite free throw shooter. We wanted it in his hands going down the slot. And he has that shot-making ability. Um, and, you know, we say it all the time. You see it on the countries. Sometimes you need guys to make a shot. And we were trying to get him downhill uh, on that clear action, and they guarded it well, and then he hit a tough shot. And, you know, it goes back and forth. They hit a tough shot there yeah. in the corner. Yeah. Uh, it was a contested shot, and we kind of evened those two tough shots out. What does this win do for you guys? I'm sure the locker room was fantastic. You know, it was phenomenal. Uh, we went through, you know, just a whole off season with Bedlam. Um, and uh, to, you know, it really bothered some guys, bothered me, um, you know, to say that they, they know that we just represented the state. You know, there's Sooners everywhere just jumping through their TV right there. And to make history right here in this last Bedlam game and to have resiliency. Mm-hmm. There were so many times I thought, I thought Oklahoma State was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And we just kept on fighting back the resiliency we showed coming back. It was just an amazing atmosphere. Uh, an amazing resiliency to fight through and get this win. Great win, Coach. That'll be one for the ages. We'll talk about this one for a long time.
2: All right. I want to spend uh, time talking about the game, obviously, coming up. But let's do that in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, Big 12, rest of the day Saturday. Overtime in Waco as well. Baylor rallied from down 16 at half, but lost in overtime 82-76. So the road teams won both overtime games. Iowa State held off West Virginia. That was a closer game than expected, 71-64. That game was in Ames. Kansas just blitzed Texas, 86-67 in Allen Fieldhouse. Uh, UCF killed Texas Tech in Orlando. What a weird team UCF is, man. 75-61. It was K-State over BYU, 84-74 and TCU over Cincinnati 75-57 that game in Fort Worth. Uh BYU is just a completely different team at home and away. TJ uh, they are they get out there 18,000 BYU fans in Provo yeah. and that place is tough. Mm-hmm. And they get on the road and they're a shell of themselves. Yeah,
0: do
3: not uh do not look like the same team at all and it looks like uh over the weekend probably Cincinnati had the door closed on them and probably so some some things starting to filter out here as we
2: head down the stretch. Updated standings, Houston a one game lead over Iowa State at the top. Houston 11 and 3, Cyclones 10 and 4. OU has to play both of those teams in their final four games. Eesh. Kansas third place 9 and 5. Then you got a three-way tie for fourth. TCU, Baylor, Texas Tech, all eight and six. OU and BYU tied for seventh at seven and seven. Texas, K-State tied for ninth at six and eight. Uh, Cincinnati and UCF tied for 11th at five and nine. And then OSU and West Virginia tied for the basement at four and ten. But the Cowboys are playing great ball. I mean, they did look really good on Saturday, so... It'll be interesting to see if they can make some waves, not only in these final two weeks, but once they get to Kansas City if they keep uh if they keep playing like this. You've got two games tonight in the Big Twelve. Early game West Virginia at K State. Um both of those teams below OU and uh late game Baylor at TCU. Both those games one game above one uh both those teams one game above OU. Revisiting T.J.'s gut and who you got, T.J.'s gut predicted OSU to win a tight game Saturday. Well done by you. Reverse psychology worked. Nice. Nice. And then on who you got, you took Baylor. That is a miss. Almost a hit. Iowa State, yes. BYU, no. no. TCU, yes. UCF, yes. Kansas, yes. So one, two, three, four out of six. On the who you got. Eh, I'll take it. Let me see. I had uh, – I missed BYU as well. I went five for six. I I had Houston over Baylor. That was a great game. Did you get to watch it? You, you probably didn't get to watch the end of that game because you were supporting the OU baseball team. That's correct. Yeah. The Houston-Baylor game, great basketball game. I mean, Houston just ran them out of their own gym in the first half and then kind of just quit. Like they were driving Kelvin insane in the second half. But Baylor just chipped away and chipped away and chipped away. Uh, LJ Crier, I think it was no, it was Shed hits a shot at the buzzer to win it at the end of regulation. But upon review, it it was still in his hands, so they waved that off. And then it goes to uh, it goes to overtime, and it was pretty much all Houston in OT uh, there. Uh, they're an interesting team. Obviously, they're really good. I think they're the best team in this league. I think they're going to win the Big 12. I think they're going to be a one seed and may very well go to the Final Four and win the national championship. But they are capable of these offensive lulls that just, you know, are not indicative of a championship caliber team, like lengthy offensive lulls. Their defense is so good they can get away with it a lot of times.
3: It seems like everybody in the Big 12 struggles with that, though, and I think that may just be because of the strength of the conference. So. That's a
2: good point. Everybody's so good defensively, <laughs> right? That they all have. You're those just stretches. gonna have some of those stretches, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point you make. Maybe, maybe when we all get out of the Big 12, you know, if you can make it to the NCAA tournament, the world looks a little rosier. It's
3: all Big 12, Elite Eight, and Final Four.
2: The whole league advances.
3: Would <laughs> that be something?
2: I mean, Oklahoma State looked like a tourney team the last two weeks. They're not getting there, but I, they're playing like I'll, one. You know, I'll say this about Mike Boynton. He
3: may not have a job next season. I don't know what his status is or anything, but regardless of how his season goes, his team always excels late in the year. And I don't know why it takes them so long sometimes to find mm-hmm. that that right lineup and that chemistry, but it seems like they always do this at the end of the season for him.
2: You're right. You watch them in non-con, and yeah. you're like, oh, these guys are terrible. And they did get off to a bad start in conference play, too. But And then they lose Bryce Thompson, and uh, they're playing good ball. 649, your thoughts next.
0: This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks, then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC.
3: T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. Personal injury, product liability, accident. They'll work in a lot of different areas to help recover the money that you may have following an accident that's not your fault. They'll fight for you. 1-877-917-5250 or McIntyreLaw.com. Back-to-back hockey text here telling Toby not to forget about the hockey team. They won as well in Bedlam Hockey, apparently.
2: All right. Way to go, Um, hockey team.
3: Oh, you architect goes on to say, "Hey, T.J., can you get me out of the end of the month speeding ticket I got taking? Uh, I got no anyone? Sorry, oh. sorry, cannot help you there."
2: That is that does remind me. Be careful out there, folks. It is February twenty-sixth, so those end of the month quotas for the no uh, quotas. police department—they do not have a quota be out there looking for those speeders are as and big stuff. Think of lies as Toby today. has
3: about me. Well, just be extra so.
2: careful when you're out there. All right, keep uh, it keep it near the speed limit.
3: Prattboro mark would like everyone to know that saved the season period you stole that one <laughs> i don't
2: know if they stole it but i mean we talked last week about the importance of must this game win for them yeah where did i land on percentage wise on making the tournament win and lose this game it was like 80 and 40 significantly different yes they win 80 percent. they make the tourney if they lose 40 percent, i mean it was a massive massive basketball game and We'll see what the ramifications are. If you lose it, like if that one shot doesn't go in, we are in the dumps today. And talking about the slide continuing and not making the turning. You know, I mean, but because you make it, the world just smells better. Everything looks positive. It's one shot changes everything.
3: You only get and, one and shot. And it may. It one may opportunity.
2: Uh, vomit on your sweater. I know that. It may propel them, and we'll see. But that's the kind of game that sometimes sparks something. Uh, so maybe. We'll see.
3: That bedlam ending was the best bas- basketball call I have ever heard. Great job, Toby. That's from Bobby in Dell City.
2: Well... That's, uh, Bobby, you got to listen to more radio would be my reaction. Thank you very much. Uh, But uh, I did cut off the extended version of it. There is an extended version of that call, TJ, that if you pay extra, you can perhaps hear a little bit later in the show. Can people uh, uh, subscribe to our KREF Plus account, TJ? Yes, yes. Pay a little extra to hear the extended version.
3: Send $5 cash to me. Right here to the station.
2: The full Peter Brady version of that call.
3: (laughs) I often, uh, Bobby, I often tease Toby. uh, His greatest call is the shot that never was. So, yeah, it honestly was the Buddy heeled shot (laughs) in Kansas City. So uh, this I was
2: thinking uh, and we can uh, go ahead and do another text. I want to I want to talk about.
3: Uh, TJ, I'm with you. Gotta have crackers for soup, chili, and salads. Average one sleeve per two bowls. Only way to go. T Row, great call on Saturday. Loved it. Have a great day. Sooner fan in Texas.
2: So that fan agrees with you. They're a twenty cracker per bowl. Looks like it. Consumer. That's right. If you're joining us late, TJ says he averages twenty crackers per bowl of chili. <laughs> Which seems high to me, but maybe not. Maybe it's the average. I don't know. <laughs>
3: no, uh, I don't sit and count the crackers. Saltines. Just
2: basically, I know I go through half a sleeve. You said a sleeve per two bowls. Probably so. Yeah. So that my math says that's half a sleeve. We looked it up: forty crackers per sleeve and saltines, twenty crackers per bowl. I'm getting. It's going to be eighty-seven degrees today. We're not going to have chili, but for no, the, no. for some reason, I'm starving for chili right now. But seven o'clock. We'll talk Bedlam Wind next.